Welcome to Pigskin Frenzy on this wonderful Thursday afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I'm Joel Norris. And whether you're watching on YouTube, listening on Spotify, or listening on Podbean, a big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Leave a like on the episode and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, same thing. If you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. We have Facebook and we have Twitter. Twitter, it's pigs, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type that bad boy in. Search engine, you'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, notifications from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in Pigskin Frenzy. You'll follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. NFL Day Today, no breaking news headlines per se, but just some stuff that caught my eye and caught my attention. We're going to give you some updates on Devontae Adams and uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. I'll give you some more information on that as we go. We're going to be talking about some so teams that I think are going to, you know, leap from contender from, you know, pretender status to contender status in 2023. We're also going to talk about some things that rebuilding teams must evaluate during the offseason and most notably the Cardinals and the Texans. So, don't leave yet. Follow on Podbean, follow on Spotify, share around with others, subscribe to the channel on YouTube, like each episode, and leave comments below. Follow on Facebook and Twitter. Hang on, keep plugging in to Pigskin Frenzy, and let's rock and roll. So let's kick it off with the Devontae Adams situation with the Las Vegas Raiders. So kicking it off there, it, it caught my attention, and it kind of caught you know caught me by a loop. Alarm bell started going off in my ear and my head, and I was like, oh, okay, what's going on here? He had an interview with The Ringer, and there was an article that uh, was posted about this, and he had an interview with Ringer. They asked him, what was going on during your offseason? How are you doing, Devontae? What's, what's happening? He was talking about the offense and his vision, and, you know, the front office loves where the Las Vegas Raiders are headed on offense. However, Devontae Adams, their star wide receiver, is not liking where the offense is headed. They don't see eye to eye, um, which caught me by surprise a little bit because you think they just signed Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, good, good, solid quarterback. Signed into a good deal. You got, you know, some. You got, you, you got some players around him, but he's wondering if he's going to get the right amount of touches, and he's wondering if he will fit and have a, and have a, and have him play a priority and role in this offense. So. When you look at it, when you look at it from both sides, okay, I get where Devontae's coming from, but you also got to think, okay, where the Raiders are coming from. So here are the Raiders' forte. Josh McDaniels, head coach, and the Raiders organization are looking at, okay, they're not looking at just 2023. They're they are trying to outline a plan for years to come. They are trying to outline a plan to build this team up get them ready, and get them locked and loaded for contention status, right? The, the, what the conversation is I'm going to talk about in a few minutes, but they are getting them ready to build and getting them ready for, you know, to be a contender and to try to win Super Bowls. So I understand where the Raiders are coming from here. 
But you also have star players who are ready to win now. You got running backs like Josh Jacobs, uh, the leading rusher of last of last season in the NFL. You got Jimmy Garoppolo, the all's new starting quarterback. And then you have a star wide receiver in Devontae Adams. You have some guys there. You also have uh Oh, uh, you have have OJ ha- OJ Howard now replacing Darren Waller. You got a lot of guys who are replacing your who are you know who are replaced. There are some key guys who are on the team now. And they're replacing some other key guys, right? So when you think about it, it's like you got some players and you got some guys on offense, but they want to win now. So I get where Devontae's coming from on that end. So I get both points of view. Uh, it's just got to be one of those things where they come to an agreement on something and see eye to eye and be on the same page. Because if you don't have that chemistry and you don't have that bond, it's not going to mesh well. The relationship won't end well. And then Devontae's going to, you know, try to look to play elsewhere. And that's just the truth about professional football. It, low key, it's starting to become, you know, and it's a problem with in college, but that's a Tuesday. That's a Tuesday talk. That's a Tuesday episode. There, we're focused on the NFL now. But in professional football, it always happens. It always is okay. You know, I don't like where we're headed here. Don't like the direction. I want out. I want a you know a place where it feels right, where they're headed in the right direction, and try to win a championship. Because it's, at the end of the day, you want to hoist a Lombardi Trophy. There's no graphic. I'm just, you know, imagine just, just picture the Lombardi Trophy in my hands. But that's what people want. That's what the teams want. That's what star players want. Yes, money is good. They want to live. Absolutely. It's a business. It's the it's the, it's NFL. You know, you're, you're signed to a contract and you make money that supports yourself and takes care of your family. Understandable. At the end of the day, you're a competitor. And championships lead to more money, right? You want to win a championship. And I'm pretty sure as an organization, they want to win titles too. So the Raiders are embracing the slow build and distrust the process kind of thing. I'm I'm quoting uh, Joel Embiid, uh, 2023 NBA MVP, by the way, for the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. But in, in basketball, it's a basketball thing. But you know what I'm saying. Trust the process. That's what they're doing. And... Devontae Adams, it's kind of urgent that he wants to win now. So there's an issue there, and I think it's a it's a problem that could – let me just say this. In other words, it's a problem that will – that could escalate. It's a small problem that will escalate into a bigger issue down the road. So right now, it's a small issue. You look at it, and it's like, okay, let's keep an eye on that, but don't get so caught up in it, right? I'm talking about it now because – it could lead to a future issue, right? It could build. And if you don't kind of start kind of getting it corrected now and trying to start seeing eye to eye on where things are headed, it gets it gets worse. I've seen it before. Seen it with a lot of players before. Uh, I saw it with Aaron Rodgers at one point. And then he came back to the Green Bay Packers and then it ended up leaving going, now he's the Jets quarterback. So you see what I'm saying. Um, it's one of those things where Devontae Adams... Uh, who was, you know, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, that's Devontae Adams' former teammates there. But, and they're playing each other, by the way, this season. They're playing each other. Jets, Raiders, you'll just go over that when football season happens. But it's one of those things where it becomes a bigger issue. So we're going to see where this heads. We're going to, you know, just keep an eye on it and everything. Uh, I think some decisions on the offensive part, and this is my, and I, this is where I will agree with Devontae Adams on this, are kind of, you know, 
they, it's essential. You know, they they need some people on offense, and they need they they need some more blockers. They also need some more defensive backs. Um, they do have some edge rushers. They do have Chandler Jones, and now they have Tyree Wilson. I think. And this is my take on it. Tyree Wilson is a great edge rusher. I could have seen him going somewhere else than the Raiders. If you if if you want to make it clear, if you want to be honest, um, I think he could have gone somewhere else besides Las Vegas. I think Las Vegas could have touched on a lot of other needs in the draft and or just during the offseason besides edge rusher. Chandler Jones is still active and he still plays and he's a good edge rusher. Don't get me wrong. Now you have two. You have. Tyree Wilson on one end and uh, Chandler Jones on the other, but you gotta you, you also gotta touch on the needs like defensive back and some offensive linemen. I think Las Vegas needs some offensive linemen to protect Jimmy Garoppolo to make those throws to Devontae Adams. It all is one full thing, one full circle, right? So the the point is, it's a small issue now that could turn into a bigger issue. So let's just let's pump the brakes on. Oh, he's leaving and all that stuff. No one ever said anything about that. But they don't see eye to eye clearly right now during the offseason. And that's not what you want heading into the fall. So let's just keep an eye on that and let's just see where things go. That's just an update on Devontae Adams, wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. And, you know, his update with the team and his situation himself with his team. So moving on, let's talk about, you know, some team, you know, some teams that can lay that could leap, my bad, my wording, leap into contention this year. So let's talk about some. Let's just talk about three teams. I'm not going to name a whole list of teams. Let's talk about three teams. Before that, let's talk about the teams that are in contention now. Obviously, you got the San Francisco 49ers, the NFC champion and Super Bowl runner-up, Philadelphia Eagles. You got the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. You got the Cincinnati Bengals, Buffalo Bills, the Baltimore Ravens. You have, you know, the the Packers were in there at one point. Um Kind of not last season. They kind of leaked out last season. They got the Vikings. The Vikings were in contention, and they looked really, really got really, really good this year. Uh, the Lions were also in contention last season for the first time in a long time, so they looked really good as well. But there were some teams that who were kind of rebuilding last year, but now are kind of poised to make some you know noise this season in twenty twenty three. So let's kick it off with number one of who's. Leaping into contention this year, obviously, the New York Jets. Uh, I mean, for reason number one, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you traded for one of the best quarterbacks in in the league right now and a bona fide future first-year Hall of Famer in Aaron Rodgers, right? Uh, spent 18 seasons at Green Bay and now is primed and poised to win one more before going out on top, right? He wants to go out on top. He wants to, uh, he's in it for the long run, and he... By the way of what his con, by the way of his contract, right? He is in it for the long run. So you, you got to think about you know who he's got around him. Also, not just the John Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers can't do it by himself. Even though he's a good quarterback and he's one of the greats, he can't do it by himself. Who does he have? He's got a good running uh, running back in the backfield with Brees Hall. He's got a you know he's got a. I mean, good lineup of wide receivers. He's got a good tight end. He's got CJ Yumazama uh, from as a tight end, uh, former Cincinnati Bengal, going over to the New York Jets uh, last season, and he's got some he's got some help now. He's got Garrett Wilson, who was offensive rookie of the year. Um, he has Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, two of his former Green Bay Packer teammates, and he's also got Nicole Hardman. 
So you got to think, he's got some guys. You know what I mean? He's got some weapons around him, and he's ready to make some noise, right? Um, you got some guys on defense like Will McDonald, who just got drafted to Iowa from Iowa State. You also got some guys like, obviously, the defensive rookie of the year and Sauce Gardner, who's ready to make some noise, potentially as a defensive player of the year, or could be his admirations are his MVP candidate. So Sauce Gardner looks is one of the best. He's probably one of the elite defensive backs in the NFL, turning into one of the elite defensive backs in the NFL. But the Jets look primed and ready. Last season they were, you know, just there. They made it just there to the playoffs and and lost in the regular season to eliminate themselves from contention. But they were there. It was, a, you know, they had a, uh, a way more improved season with Robert Saley as a new head coach there. Now he's in the second season. He's built himself a team, built himself, you know, got his uh, star quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. He's got some weapons around him. Let's see what they do. I think a wild card or maybe even a divisional round could be in effect for them. Uh, I mean, if they have the number one seed, they get the divisional spot, right? If they are two through, you know, seven, they get a wild card. So who knows? Who knows, right? So, moving on from the Jets. The Jets are in contention. Let's move on from them. Let's go over to, you know, to the same division, AFC East, and let's look at the New England Patriots. Now, you're thinking right now, okay, uh, why are we, you know, the New England Patriots, they still need to get some more weapons. Absolutely, they do. I'm not saying they're going to win the whole ordeal, right? I'm not saying they're going to win the whole Super Bowl. I'm not saying, you know, they're going to win win it all. I'm not saying any of that. Here's what I am saying, though. I'm saying that coaching changes make a difference, okay? So, offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien is now there. They added uh, some pieces on defense, uh, no, most notably Christian Gonzalez from Oregon, defensive back, and uh, Keon White, edge rusher from Georgia Tech. You added those two guys and two key pieces on that defense, uh, one in the first round, one in the second round of this of the draft a few weeks ago. It was it's one of those things where, you know, it's a slow build in contention, but you're going to be in contention, right? Uh, do I expect them to probably win it all? Most likely not. However, they look like they're in prime position to make a, try to make another run of the playoffs. And Matt Jones, right? That's, that's the key. That's the key. Matt Jones, the leader of that offense, the starting quarterback, and... Look how he's played. He's played solid. In the games where his play calling has made sense, and that's not a knock, it's just being honest, where his play calling has made accurate sense and has made just the most sense, he's lit it up. He's been blind and protected and helped, and he's been he's thrown and made the right decisions. Let's see how he does with the accurate, the most accurate playbook there. Bill O'Brien, who's got some history at Alabama, along with Matt Jones. They're going to collab, team up together this season, and they are going to try to make some magic, right? Make some magic happen. So coaching changes make a huge difference, and that could probably push, position themselves into a prime spot to go to the playoff or, you know, get close to being in contention, you know, in the playoffs. So let's see what happens there. Uh, the New England Patriots, I, I would say, are there. And number three, last but not least, let's talk about the Chicago Bears for a minute. You're thinking right now, the Chicago Bears, NFC North, while the Vikings were good, that 
that whole gap, that whole division is still wide open. You got to think because the NFC, the, the NFC North, you just lost a big, big, a big, big player in Aaron Rodgers. He goes over to the AFC and goes to the AFC East, right, with the Jets. So the NFC North's filled with wide open. So who's the top quarterback there? You got Jared Goff, you got Kirk Cousins, you got Jordan Love, and you got Justin Fields. Justin Fields is ready to make the leap. All right. So he's a great runner, accurate runner. Pull, you know, when you're doing a read option, he pulls the ball out and, t- and tucks it and runs when needed. He's smart, right? You got to make him a more crisp passer, though. And we, I mean, in Ohio State, he was. You got to bring him back into that form, right? So Matt Elrabus is, you know, uh, Matt Elfrabus is trying to make him a, you know, the Chicago Bears head coach, by the way, Matt Elfrabus, but is trying to make him a, you know, crisp and accurate passer. And he's trying to make him, you know, solid, right? He's trying to make him solid for, you know, the season and try to make him, you know, link up with his receivers. Who are his receivers? Well, we got DJ Moore now. DJ Moore is a, you know, is a solid receiver for the Carolina Panthers. You replace uh, Chase Claypool, right? Uh, Chase, oh, I'm sorry. No, Chase Claypool was added on. So you got two receivers in Chase Claypool and you got uh, DJ Moore. So that's two receivers there. My, my fault. My apologies. You got Chase Claypool and you got DJ Moore. So you got his receivers. There you go. Those are some weapons right there. Who else do you got? You got Deontay Foreman, former Atlanta Falcons running back and former Florida State running back. You got Deontay Foreman. You have a solid power runner there. You also have a defense now that can help you out on the other side of the ball. You that Let's just be honest. That Roquan Smith, you know, no departure kind of left a huge dent in that defense. It really did. But they replaced him with two good running backs and Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards. Two good solid linebackers there help build up that linebacker core again. Then you got some interior defensive linemen to rebuild from the draft. You also have including an offensive lineman to help protect Justin Fields with Darnell Wright from Tennessee. So, rookie offensive lineman now from Tennessee. So, very, very good, you know, build up for the, the Chicago Bears. I think the Bears are going to be much improved. If CJ, if uh, Justin Fields, right, uh, completes his passes, makes accurate decisions when passing, as well as he does his, as he, as well as he does, his, does with his run, because he runs like a deer, uh, the Chicago Bears look like they're a solid team, man. Just, I, and, and listen, the Chicago Bears had the number one pick and traded it to the Carolina Panthers, and the Panthers eventually took Bryce Young from Alabama. I did not, uh, here's why I'm glad the Chicago Bears didn't pick a quarterback or tra- and they traded that pick. I think Justin Fields is an accurate quarterback. I think he's a very underrated quarterback. He didn't do as bad last year. I think he is a, 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 a an important piece to that team, and he's the future of their franchise. I think Justin Fields can do it. I believe in him, and I think they're going to take a next step into contention. Do I think they're going to win it all? Probably not, right? Because they're still building and building and building, but they built up enough, I think, this offseason to get ready to put themselves in contention in 2023 to make a run at the wild card, right? Or, you know, uh, to make a run at the wild card or try to, you know, hopefully make it farther than that. But, the Chicago Bears look solid. The Patriots look good, and the Jets look solid as well. So those are those teams. Those are the three teams that I think who are ready to make a leap into contention next season, and you know, coming up, you know, in twenty twenty three. So let's move on. Last, you know, before we you know, 
and conclude today's episode of Pigskin Frenzy, let's talk about some things uh, that teams need with rebuilding on. Some rebuilding teams, you know, they need to evaluate, right? So before I pop up the graphic, I'll reword that. So things, a few things that rebuilding teams need to evaluate while rebuilding. Okay, so let's just pop the graphic up there. There we go. And let's just talk about this for a second. I'm going to just mention, you know, a few teams. Uh, I'm going to mention, you know, four teams. I'm going to mention, you know, very briefly. It's not going to be take up too much of your time and explain it briefly. Let's kick it off with the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals, rebuilding. They drafted a good, good offensive lineman. First offensive lineman taken off the board in Paris Johnson Jr. Good Good pick. Kyler Murray wanted him. He wanted him to help him out with start as a key part of rebuilding that lineup. Very good uh, for uh, Jonathan Grisham and obviously Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. So here's what we need to just keep an eye on here. So number one, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, let's evaluate this for a second. Is he going or is he staying? There's been rumors about him getting traded, but there's also rumors saying, oh, no, he's a cardinal, man. He's a cardinal. It makes you shrug because it makes you want to, it makes you wonder, okay, is he a cardinal or is he, is he going, you know? Like, oh, what do you, because there's been trade packages being talked to. They're still talking about it. It's weird, you know? It's one of those things where it's like, okay, are you, are, do you want to stay or not? So uh, that's one I think uh, that's another. So uh, DeAndre Hopkins, that's one. Another thing is, is this the end for Buda Baker? Uh, defensive back Buda Baker has requested a trade. He requested a trade uh, back in March. Um, it's one of those things where you look at it and you're sitting there and you're thinking, oh, okay, that's a that's a good player that you're about to lose on defense, but nothing's happened yet. You know, we're kind of at a, a stalemate. Uh, he wants a contract extension. That's the main reason of him citing as a trade. And the Cardinals are trying to avoid it at all costs, it seems like. And uh, that's the correct word to use because they are. I mean, it looks like they're trying to avoid it for the time being and put it on the back burner. But Buda Baker doesn't want to put it on the back burner. Does Buda Baker sound like he wants to stay? I think he does want to stay. It sounds like he just wants more more money and he wants like a longevity on his contract. So he's requesting a trade if he doesn't get that contract extension. So is this the end of a Buda Baker? We better evaluate that uh, before, you know, before, you know, we kick off the season, right? So that's what the Cardinals need to evaluate as they rebuild. The Titans up next. Uh, let's, you know, just a couple of points for the Titans. Is Ryan Tannehill in it for the long haul? Or is he a bridge player for quarterback Will Levis that got drafted in the second round? This past a few weeks ago, the past few weeks ago. So, Ryan Tannehill has been a you know quarterback for the Miami Dolphins for a long time. Battled some injuries and came with the Titans. And I'm just gonna put it bluntly, he was lighting it up. He did. He he was a solid. He he made solid decisions, accurate throws. He was good for the Titans. He 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 brought a balance to not put all the workload on Derrick Henry. I will mention Derrick Henry in a minute, but. Uh, he put a, he put a lot of you know workload on himself and kind of eased it up or balanced it out with Derrick Henry. Even though Derrick Henry's the the MVP and star player of that team, and most of the playbook runs and falls and evolves and runs around him, you got to think Ryan Tannehill put a lot of stuff on while the weight on his shoulders and became a became a a quarterback that was you know in the middle of the pack, but you know good right so. 
how they view him right now seems kind of bridge player-ish, and I'll tell you why. They've been talking about trade, like, you know, trade uh, like trade packages and trade deals for him. They also drafted Malik Willis last season, who they aren't really high on anymore. So they kind of felt like, okay, we kind of made a mistake drafting Malik Willis. He didn't, pr- he's not pr- really proven anything yet. And during games and or during the offseason so far. So it's kind of it's kind of interesting how they view about Malik Willis. That's why they drafted Will Levis, right? So is Tannehill, is Tannehill a bridge player or is he going to be the starter for the long haul? I think right now it's looking like Tannehill is going to start right now, but the question remains. You got to evaluate it. Is he your long haul or is he a bridge player? for Will Levis to eventually learn the playbook and come in. So that's one. Will Derrick Henry stay? I've been hearing rumors about trades. Cowboys, Eagles, dangerous, by the way. And, you know, just... I've been hearing a lot of trade rumors about what Derrick Henry was going to stay or go. Is he a for-sure franchise running back, or is he going to get traded? So you got to evaluate that. That's something we can talk about another time, but... You better look at that. That's that, that's important right there. Let's go with two more before we conclude today's episode. The Broncos. Who steps up on defense for the Denver Broncos? We got They got rid of Bradley Chubb. He is now with the Miami Dolphins. Von Miller is also not that, no longer there. He is with the Buffalo Bills. So you got to think, who's, who's their edge rusher? You know, you got uh, Randy Gregory, but he's got to stay healthy. That's one, but who helps out uh, Randy Gregory? You know, you got Patrick Sertan on as a defensive back, but mainly it's up front. Who is up front going to help the Denver Broncos? That's one. Number two, will Russell Wilson go back to being an MVP caliber quarterback? Uh, what will improve on that one? Who, you know, will a, you know, Will an offensive coordinator and coaching change? Will everything, you know, with Sean Payton help him become the quarterback that Russell Wilson once was? That's the only thing that I'm concerned about. You added some more guys to, you know, that receiving group, and you added some more guys like Marvin Mims from Oklahoma, good pickup there for the Denver Broncos. And you added some more, you have some more guys there. Jerry Judy, you got you got a lot of guys, man. You got Javante Williams and you got Selanjay P. Ryan in the background splitting up duties for Denver. Denver looks like a team that can make some noise. Um, we got to see what Sean Payton does with them this season. And will Russell Wilson go back to being the MVP caliber quarterback as we knew him? Texans, last but not least, the Houston Texans. Number one, who helps Will Levis out? Uh, I'm sorry, Will Anderson, my bad. I mentioned Will Levis for the Titans, but the Texans. Who who helps out Will Anderson out on defense? Because you got him, right? You got him as the edge, but who else is there? You know, who's going to step up and, you know, because he can't just pressure the quarterback and he can't make the defensive plays all on his own. You got to have more guys, more you know, more beef on the line to help Will Anderson out. Will Anderson's obviously going to be the leader of that defense now. And D'Amico Ryans, I believe in him. I know what he's doing. He's a a phenomenal defensive coach, so I have no issue with it. It's just who helps him, who's going to step up, and that's what you need to evaluate as you rebuild this team. Last but not least, who is the go-to wide receiver, wide receiver number one for quarterback C.J. Stroud? C.J. Stroud's going to start. It's no secret. I think C.J. Stroud is the guy for them. He is NFL ready. He's got the decisions. He's he's accurate. And I think he's ready to start for the Houston Texans. Who's their go-to guy, though? 
right? You got to figure out who is his connection, what's his chemistry with the wide receivers, and you got to you got just got to picture, you know, all right, what's the duo there? Who's the guy that he's you know clicking with? And you got to make him the wide receiver number one. Who's the go to? for him and who helps him out, right? So these are some things that for each of these teams that I just mentioned that they need to evaluate on as they're rebuilding. And listen, I'm not sitting there and saying, you know, a total rebuild is in the works. And I'm not saying that it's going to be a downgrade as you rebuild. Rebuilding is literally trying to get you to where you need to be, right? And that's in contention, just like I mentioned with the Jets and the pa- the Patriots and the Bears. You got to be... Have, you got to have a rebuild and you got to build up before you get into contention. And it starts with evaluating, right? It starts with evaluating, you know, your, your, you know, these main points. And it starts with evaluating a few things while you're marking. It's like marking off a checklist, it's like doing a to-do list while, you know, you're rebuilding. Mark off a checklist. Is he gone or is he staying? Oh, is he staying? Cool. Check. What's next? And then you mark it off before you prepare for the 2023 season. So that's all I got for today. Um, A big thank you for taking some time out of your Thursday to just sit back, watch, and listen to some NFL coverage presented by me. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Leave a like on the episode and leave a comment down below. Spotify, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. Podbean, if you're listening on there, share around with others and follow on there as well. We have Facebook and we have Twitter. Twitter, it's at pigskin underscore frenzy, all lowercase. All you got to do is type that bad boy in. You'll find it. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. Facebook, same thing. All you got to do is type in pigskin frenzy. Follow and like the page there. You'll get episode updates as well as news, highlights, and notifications from across college and NFL football. Big thank you again. Taking some time out of your Thursday, listening to some NFL coverage, and we'll be back Tuesday for some more college football coverage of Pigskin Frenzy. We're going to talk about some more conference projected standings and continue our little mini-series on that Tuesday. Again, I'm Joel Norris, and have a good rest of your evening, and for everybody out there, stay the course.